Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone. I'm Natasha, and welcome to Chapter Chad. Uh, we are from those fourteen fangirls. This is the last part of our Akatar breakdown. We are discussing chapters thirty-six through forty-six of Accord and Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass. We hope you guys enjoy, and make sure to stick around for our Akamath breakdown coming next week. Chapters thirty-six and chapters thirty-seven. Okay, these were the best chapters. I was like, I literally could not wait to read these. So I put them on yesterday. And I was like, oh, so good. <laughs> um, okay, so in chapter 36, we get like our first fucking action scene, finally. And <laughs> so it's the trial with the worms. It's worm time now. And um, so this is Feyre's first trial. And uh, she's 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 getting walked into uh, like a a dungeony type of place with like a crevice and there's different channels and stuff. And so she gets flung into this pit. It's an arena. It's an it's arena. A... Yeah, that they've like carved this maze into, and it has like out of mud, out of disgusting like shit mud that smells. <laughs> so it's like poop mud. <laughs> I feel like this is the worm's home. Yes. Um, so she yeah, she gets flinged into the pit or the arena by the adder. And then um Amarantha goes like she says, Oh, Reese has said that you're a huntress. And so um She says, Hunt this. <laughs> huntress, hunt this. Yeah. Okay. Katie said the Alaskan bullworm from SpongeBob. Yes. And it's also the worm from Men in Black 2. That's exactly yes. the worm. That's the, that's the exact worm. But that's yes. the same worm we see in SpongeBob too, just in cartoon form. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, wait, do we see those worms in that movie with the sand? Dune? Dune? Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. All right. With their little like boom, boom. Yeah, yeah, they're a popular uh, monster. <laughs> they are. There's also they also have worms in Lord of the Rings too. Hmm. Gross. So anyway, oh gosh, Alex just showed me this video on TikTok. Sorry, it just it has to do with a worm. It's about like God giving legs to things, and he's like, "Centipede, I give you a th- uh, hundred legs." <laughs> and I was like, picturing the worm trading their voice for legs. <laughs> And then, and then he goes, and then you, Millipede, I give you a thousand legs. And then, wait, worm, Millipede's not a million legs? No. And then Worm, thinking that it's going to get a million legs next. Oh, I give you slime. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't get a million legs? No. <laughs> Why is that so funny? I know. I have to send you the video. 
hunt this worm. She gives her no tools. But, Nothing. And everyone's taking bets that she's going to die within a minute or five minutes. And Rysand is the only one that bets on her to win. We don't figure that out until the end. I of knew it as soon as she said one person. I was like, it's Rysand. <laughs> um, but do you yeah, want to walk so, us like, through she, the challenge? She here? goes through the whole. The, so so we start for the whole trial. We're like, okay, what the fuck, Pharaoh? What, what are we gonna do here? The and worm at one point, is blind. What? The worm's blind. Well, I, I'm getting there. Oh, sorry. Stop it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so she gets stuck for an instance, and I just think of like, the, like when Hermione, Harry, and Ron fell into like the slithering snakes. What are they called? Slithering snakes? You mean the 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 plant? Yeah. Okay, it wasn't a snake. <laughs> right, they look like little black slither snakes. What are it's they called? It's a plant. Um, demons and devil devil snare devil snare. It's snare. devil snare. Devil snare. <laughs> Yeah, so she gets, like, in a devil snare type no, of situation. No, she doesn't, though. She gets in a crevice and she gets stuck. It's like a mud crevice. Well, and then she falls through. Yeah, but but it's a crevice, like, in like an inception when it's, like, getting smaller and then she's stuck in it. Yeah, and then it opens up and she falls through. Into and she there's like, I'm going to get eaten. And then she doesn't get eaten. And that's when she figures out, okay, wait, the worm is blind. So it can only sense me through smell. Yeah. So then she falls into this pit that's full of bones. Yeah. And she like tries to figure out how to get out of it. So she gets some bones and like shoves them into the wall. We're like, okay, cool. Yeah. She's going to get out. And then she walks up one and they're all like, what's she doing? And (laughs) she like steps off of it and she's like, wait. And then she starts breaking the bones on her knee and sticks them in. And there's like these broken the idea of breaking bones across your knee like yeah, that she's, sounds so incredibly painful and yeah she's, she's like, like i stopped doing it and i just broke it with my foot and, and i'm, I'm like, like okay ow <laughs> so now she has this like this trap that she's built with all of these broken bones that are like skewering up Stabby. skewering through the side yeah and she pulls herself out. Well, meanwhile, Amarantha is like, you're ruining everyone's fun, which also helps her to realize that the worm can't see her. She's, what an idiot. <laughs> um, so then she rolls around in the mud to get her. Yeah, smell. she rolls around in the mud and she covered herself with the stinky poop mud. Yeah, it reminded me of in uh, the first season of Walking Dead when Dead. they figure out, mm-hmm. yeah, that they like if they smell like the zombies, then they can't be seen by the zombies. So they like, smear all the disgusting zombie shit all over them. And so at that point, Reese is like laughing because everyone's confused. And he explains that she's becoming invisible to the worm. She's and a, his yeah. eyes twinkle and she, she glowers she's at building him. Building a trap. <laughs> And she glowers at him and then he like laughs and then she also like gives him the finger or I think curses at him or something. And then she climbs out of the pit. She climbs out of the pit and she uh, creeps over to the worm, slashes her hand, right? (gasps) No. So like she hits a bone on when she's running, I think, and like slashes, it gets in her arm. Like she's, she's putting bones in the wall around all the turns so that she can use them as handhelds to like throw herself around faster and i think she hits one well 
Well, she has to lure. Well, she hits it on the way out, but she slashes yeah. her hand first to get the worm's attention. Oh, okay. And then she start. Then she's like waiting for it to move, and she doesn't see it. And then Lucian's like to your left, so he like oh, yeah, yells yeah. at her, and that's when she's like pulling herself through, and yeah. she slashes her arm with one of those bones, and like the bone gets in her arm. Like, it's in her arm. Um. Tamlin, by the way, is doing absolutely nothing, nothing. at this point. Like, like, <laughs> like, he's just stone-faced, giving nothing, not helping her at all. Yeah. And it's so fucking frustrating. And she's like, I'm doing this for my love. I know, to prove her love for him. And that Lucian has the balls to, like, scream out to help her. But that's that's it and you would think that like if anyone's gonna do that it's gonna be tamlin yeah like, she's, she's not gonna kill him not gonna, gonna kill, kill tamlin him. yeah she's gonna kill lucian he, yeah she doesn't, what he doesn't the matter hell it's just like so annoying and afterward he has like a glimmer in his eyes of like triumph but it's like that's he did nothing okay <laughs> stupid but, so she lures the the worm to the trap the worm falls on all of the skewers and dies and everyone's like whoa Oh my yeah. god. I think they're cheering like, as she runs. Yes, they are. Uh and then like as she like uh, gets out of the arena and she like starts walking towards him, she's like I did this for my love. <laughs> and she throws a bone at Aramantha and it lands at her feet and the mud sprays up on Aramantha's dress. I was like bold move. I don't know why we are uh, poking the beast. <laughs> yeah, Aramantha's like naughty. <laughs> she's like I guess anyone could have done that. She says that about her defeating the worm. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, and then then we that's when we find out that only one person bet that she would actually win, and it mm-hmm. was Rysand. So then we get to chapter thirty-seven, and she's in her cell dying because she has a. So she realizes as she's being dragged away that her arm is just open, and there's a a piece of bone sticking out of it and Ugh. she faints because like all the adrenaline's wearing off and she is in now so can pain. feel everything yeah so she passes out they chuck her into the cell she's just dying lucian doesn't show up because it turns out that as punishment lucian was given 20 lashes and tamlin who uh you know negotiated his punishment yeah, he- he broke his brooding for yeah, Lucian. For Lucian. Not... I know. Oh. Like, if I were Tamlin, I, I, I'm just like, I can't. I, I can't with him. So he he has to deliver those lashes, though. So Tamlin has to lash Lucian 20 times. But no one comes to visit her. And when she's thinking about it later on, she's like, Lucian might not even realize that I'm going to die really fast. He doesn't know anything about human. And it's like, no, I think Lucian's just kind of like a dick. And he has moments where, like, there's a conscience that shines through. But he he doesn't put other people in front of him often, Like <laughs> I think. Um mm-hmm. So she's dying of infection, and she's like, am I dying? I don't know. And then Rysand shows up, and this is very interesting. And I'm like, I'm still, I don't know how I feel. Um, He asks, he says, I will heal your arm. You're dying. I will heal you in exchange for Well, hold on. Yeah. That's what I found interesting, because he's like, I'm, I'm here to heal you. 
And then he didn't even like say anything, you know, he didn't say like I'm for, for an exchange for anything. And then she's like, for what, for what price? So she's the one who introduces. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so you've learned well. So I think he just, he takes that opportunity to do that. I don't think he was meaning to make the, the deal. I don't know. I'm skeptical because he didn't have to make the deal. He could have been like, no, I'm just going to heal you. <laughs> like, That's true. But he takes it and he says, two weeks of your month, you'll live with me. And it's like this custody deal. And he's like, two little weeks of every fucking month of your life. I was like, That's half of every month. That's half your life. <laughs> That's half of everything. He's like, just two weeks, just two little weeks. And uh, and she negotiates. She's like five days and he's like 10 days. And then she goes a week and he takes a week. But before this, she doesn't even want to take this deal. She's like, I'm just going to wait. He's like, are you banking on Lucian? Cause he's been punished and Tamlin does nothing. <laughs> so you're probably going to be dead. He, he's trying to like, he doesn't want her to die. So he's trying to, you know, uh, coax her into taking the deal right now. And I don't know if he ever would have even left in that moment where he said he was going to leave. Like, I think that was his bluff because he mm-hmm. already knows that the mating bond has happened between them. No, she... it hasn't happened. Yes, it does. He feels it immediately. No, he doesn't. He feels it at the end of the book. I just reread that accidentally online, but like he feels it when he's saying he goodbye to her. About, he he talks about knowing it the second that they first talked. I think he feels an inkling or something that's drawing him towards her, but I don't think Maybe he feels like... Maybe it hasn't locked like, into place, Yeah, but like he knows it's coming from the beginning. Katie says it snaps in place at the end, but he has a hunch the whole yeah, time. like he can feel it. Like, um, because he talks about it. I remember him talking about like the first time he ever saw her. I, yeah, I think like I think there's something that's drawing him towards her, and he's like, okay, what? But he also doesn't know that like fairy like humans can become fairies yet. So he, I don't know if I don't know, but they do know about the magic when they all drip a magic because that's how they save her. I don't know. We'll see. But I know he talks about like he's a smart guy. He knows. <laughs> Mm. even if it hasn't snapped i feel like he knows well yeah because like why why else would he make a deal just because his he really emphasized the word you he's like i want to make a deal in exchange for you for two weeks so like why would he want just a weak you know human in his house for two weeks yeah but okay when she's saying no all right before they make the deal he twists the bone in her arm three yeah. times and laughs and says, this is the last time he'll extend his assistance. And I know he's like trying to like push her to think that she's dying and he wants her to say, just do the deal. But like, what the fuck? Are, like, like, uh, yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Like this unnecessary amount of pain that she's already in. He's just like pushing her to be like, I guess he he doesn't he doesn't want her to waste away. But still. Yeah, I know what he's doing. He's like trying to push her to the edge to be like, you're dying. But like you're torturing her. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel. But anyway, then they negotiate down to um 
to one week a month. And they shake hands. She's healed. She kind of passes out for a minute. She looks, she wakes up and she's got the tattoo on her arm. She's like, ah, what's this? Get it off. (laughs) She's like, oh, wow, you're so grateful, you humans. And then um, she gets scared about how Tamlin's going to react to this because Tamlin has anger issues Mm -hmm. and she can just see him like with his claws coming out when she sees that she made a deal and just see him saying like, what were you thinking? You're so stupid. Meanwhile, had she not done this, she would have died. So if I were Tamlin and I wanted my true love to live and she made a deal to be saved, I'd be like, thank God you did that or else I would, you would have died. Like you Mm -hmm. saved your life, but she's like worried he's going to be upset because he has like these jealousy possessive issues. And she's right. Yup. Sad times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We've reached chapter 38 and 39. They were big chapters this week. And um, we're going to dive right in. I'm so excited to read this. I forgot a lot of this. Okay. I forgot all of this. Yeah. I have a lot of questions. Okay. So chapter 38, we start off with Feyre. She's cleaning the floor and she's... uh, Can we just uh, clarify that she's cleaning the floor with a brush. She has to clean this whole hallway and they gave her dirty water. So as she's cleaning it, it's getting dirtier. (laughs) And they say if she doesn't finish it by supper time, they're going to put her on a spit and turn it twice over the fire. So. And technically, no one's allowed to touch her. So. <laughs> so I don't know. Well, that's not until later. What do you mean? Well, they're they're like warning her with all these warnings, but like she, no one, like she can't be killed in the meantime unless, Right. Well, yeah, but she might not get killed doing it. They might just burn her skin to oh. a crisp so she's, like, infected. You're right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so she's contemplating life as she's cleaned this these floors with the dirty water. And she's also creeped out by her newly, uh, her new tattoo on her arm. And she's like, why? What's this eye? What the? What? So she's, like, creeped out by it. Um. And so she's cleaning the floor and then someone approaches and someone with red hair and she's like, oh, it's Lucian. <laughs> He's visiting me. She got really excited to see Lucian, who she thought was well, visiting her. And I'm like, if I if Lucian was visiting me after I just made this deal with this creepy eye tattoo on my arm, I would not be excited. I would be fucking pissed. <laughs> It wasn't Lucian, yeah. it was his mother. It wasn't Lucian. <laughs> <laughs> she's excited because she's alone and she has no friends. That's so true. any friend is any semblance of a friend is an improvement from her life <laughs> at the moment. So yeah, it's just so Lucian's mom comes in. She's like, uh, thank you for what she's like, thanks him for uh her for saving her son right yes and she pays her debt by cleaning the water so she can actually clean the hallway like my debt is paid is that worth a life that is not worth a life (laughs) 
excuse me? I just me? magic like, your water. Now it's clean. I know. And she smells good. <laughs> she smells like, like chestnuts or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this family <laughs> doesn't know kindness at all. <laughs> like, they just, they think kindness is in transactions and they don't have any regard for life, I feel like. So I don't know if this was the next day or the same day, but then she's thrown into this room for someone that she uh, has no idea who's the occupant of. It's the next of. day. It's the next day. And she's told to sort all the lintels from the ash. And it's in the fireplace. In the fireplace. And like, like you're just like if you just say that, like, what do you mean lentils from ash? <laughs> like there's a fireplace and she's told to clean it out all the lentils in the fireplace. First of all, why are all the lentils in the fireplace? I know she asked this question. Nobody later. knows. Uh Rysan does not know. It's his room. It is it is Reese's room. <laughs> and he's like, Why were there lentils in my fireplace? Someone came and chucked them in there just so she could clean them. Well, I I want to know why she was even thrown into the room with Rhysand. I got really excited. I was like, oh, it's Rhysand's room. And it was the first time he called her Feyre Darling. It was our first Feyre Darling. Indeed. I think that they were thrown in that she was thrown in there because they think he's like using her and torturing her and like he's not so much yes so then favorite starts an investigation about why he plays his games or why he didn't like reveal that he knew exactly what favor looked like and so we got a a little bit of, of truth coming from him he says that he plays his games when um when he asked about her uh identity because amarantha also plays her games and so that wasn't really like an omission but um that oh and he likes to poke amarantha and she she finds out because she's like wow did she not take your powers away and Mm -hmm. he's like this is just a drop of my powers and she's like oh shit yeah he must be really powerful yeah she's like can you shape shift he's like yes i can shape shift (laughs) and then he shows her Mm -hmm. that he can grow wings and talons yeah, and that his legs, I I forgot, I was like, because a lot of the, the fan art is just of the wings, but he can shapeshift into an, an entirely different animal, but he chooses not to. He likes to keep some of his fey outward, and like his legs get dark, and then there's there's talons in his toes and his hands and then on the wings as well um he also does she asked him about like the head on the stake and why he was at a fire night and she's he he was like well amarantha told me to do that and i had my own reasons for being out at at fire night yeah and she asks him or she thinks about asking him to help her with the riddle and he says that she's ordered us not to help you and we couldn't if we tried well, then so. how are they able to, like, how is he able to heal her? Because it's, he ha- hasn't been directly ordered against it. Like, I feel like it's like a gag order. Like, she can't, they can't say it. That's what it feels like to me with the riddle. Yeah. Um, but. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. And then he, he just cleans her up. <laughs> Well, yeah, he cleans it up with magic, snaps his fingers, and then the lentils are all in the bucket. I'm like, okay, if you could do that that easily, why were you in the room? 
Well, he just wanted to talk to her. I know. So then, like, he pushes her out of the room and he forces the guards to not bother her with chores. So she doesn't do any more chores throughout the whole month of each um, next task. Um, and if anyone touches her, then they are ordered to kill themselves. Yeah. So he mind he controls all their minds and makes it so that they also start giving her nice hot meals. So that's nice. And she just keeps thinking about the riddle and she can't fiddle it. She can't fiddle it out. (laughs) She can't, she can't figure it out. But, um, then in the next chapter, these two shadow maids of the night court come and take Farah from her room and they can walk through walls with her. So they just walk her right through the walls and they give her a bath and then they paint her entire body <laughs> from head to about toe. This. Yeah, I know. And I don't know if I'm remembering this wrong already. Do they paint her like blue? And they also paint the whorls that are like match her tattoo all over her yeah it's like a blue black ink yeah and when he touches it it like comes back into itself like it doesn't destroy the paint but if anyone else touches her it leaves a mark Mm -hmm. so that he knows if anyone touches her and he says he does it because he's going to bring her to the party tonight and they get to the party and he wants to do it he says to like annoy Tamlin, um, because that's his favorite pastime. <laughs> but I think he's also doing this because him being the one that's quote torturing her is per- is entertaining Aramantha, and so that Aramantha doesn't get bored and torture her in very very cruel more terrible ways i think he thinks that this is like the lesser of two evils is him being the person who does things to her because he's not going to Go violate her to the extent that they will yeah so he basically has her drink the wine every night which basically knocks her out so she doesn't really have to live through all the shit at each of these parties where he's just making her dance for him mostly that's what it sounds like and so katie just said he also has to put on the villain act to keep Valaris's secret yes yeah he's protecting the yeah. night court but he's also i think trying to protect Feyre from further extreme measures of torture and harm mm-hmm. um because every night now he has her drink the wine and does the same thing where she dances for him and like lucian comes to visit her after this first night and she's like what happened and he's like i don't think you want to know you danced all night for him <laughs> <laughs> and it's like as far as torture goes like it could have been much worse so she, um she is like illusion does say he's like i don't think i there's i, I don't need to see any more of you because she oh, yeah. is wearing these like two white or like gauzy strips like strips over her nipples, nipples is what and it like sounds like down yeah like her crotch and just like over her butt so she just yeah she's not covered she's whatsoever. very naked mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh and what i do remember is the scene where they were kind of uh putting on a facade that this was still their relationship in Akamath. because mm-hmm. that was like a very sexy that was scene. a very sexy scene <laughs> 
I don't remember this where she had to do this every night and it was like the lesser of a million different evils, I guess, in Rysan's mind. It still felt very weird. But okay, so Lucian comes to visit her and it's been like, I feel like a while since she's been healed now. And he's like, what were you thinking? You don't think I would have come to you the second I could? Like, you saved my life in with by not by telling that name. I appreciate that, blah, 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 blah. But like then she's like, yeah, I'm sorry you got lashed for helping me in the arena. He's like, yeah, I couldn't walk till today. <laughs> like, oh, really? Okay, so... so- Okay, so she would have fucking died. <laughs> you dumb bitch. I can't with Lucian. <laughs> yeah, and so the whole time, by the way, like, Feyre's being paraded around in this gauzy, painted-on dramaticness of looking like a slave queen. Um, Tamlin, again, is <laughs> doing nothing. And he, <laughs> my notes are like, Tamlin only grips the throne. Tamlin still does nothing. And then Lucian explains that he's trying not to show anything because he doesn't want Amarantha to know which forms of torment mess with him the most when it comes to Feyre. So that's why he does nothing. Uh, um yeah i just tamlin has become a statue in the distance <laughs> like he's just like an angry eyeball <laughs> who doesn't do anything about anything um and um yeah i just i don't know i don't know if i were her i would feel very like abandoned yeah very bad situation mm-hmm um and like yeah i mean rysand is at least trying to do something like he has a little plan it feels like but i don't know both Mm. like not great situations (laughs) for love interest no in this book (laughs) it was very weird i just i remember reading this like when i first read it and then i'm just like what the crap i i don't understand what's happening like uh, I was just frustrated. I also like I I didn't like Resand because I thought he was evil, and I didn't like anybody, no. which is why I don't remember any of this. Like, because I just kind of put it out of my head. Uh, and Katie says it's giving Leia in her bikini. Yeah, it is. that's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I think Katie said, yeah, the spring court is very virginal and the night court is a touch more sex positive. So showing skin bothers them more. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that feels accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was chapter 39 and no, 38. it's not. You did not finish it out. Okay. What? So they have multiple, they have multiple nights of the same dress. Um, and like, I know I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was thinking like, like, because she's up all night and sleeps all day, like she just, she just is not remembering anything from, from this point. So I think it is, this is a way for Resan to, or like giving her a way out instead of, because in the beginning of the chapter, she's like, doesn't even, she's like talking to the, to the tattoo. So this whole time he has his like eye on her and, and, um, yeah the the, the eye blinks the eye blinks and then at one point she asks him about his court oh i forgot about this yeah she feels feels his his emotions emotions. Mm -hmm. yeah 
and like she's like what is that and then looks to the to the tattoo and then for the last time the last time we see in this month so they go to the throne room resand is summoned um everyone's looking at him and 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 he's like stick with me stick close to me and uh because lucian's brother starts towards her because he's about to go up to the throne and he's like no 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 no, stay with me and there's the summer court i think son or youngling or something kneeling in front of amarantha and she's like he just tried to escape figure out what's going on or why he did that so Rhysan, you know, goes into his mind. He holds back the real truth, which is what we assume because the Pharaoh was observing and we see that the summer, the summer, the, 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 the high, high Lord, the high Lord of the, of the summer court looks really relieved. And she's like, shatter his mind. But he ends up just killing him. He just kills him for yeah. the mercy. Yeah. And then as they make their way over to the table to drink more wine for her to dance, people are whispering or yelling, whispering whore to resand and other people are giving him accolades. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like, it's all very dark. Like there's no light in this situation. Like you don't feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. It just feels like there's no way out unless someone helps her, which I don't like. I don't remember how this all goes down. I don't either. I'm like, when is it? So it ends where she's like about to do the second task. He's like, so don't drink the wine tonight. You have your second task tomorrow, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. This was one of the longest chapters yet, for sure. Multiple acts within the chapter. I'm trying yes. to see how many chapters we have left. So we, So we have chapters 40 through 46. So that's only, what, three more? One, mm-hmm. two, three. Well, Math. we'll have to put like three in the last. In one of them. Yeah. 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 Um, but we're getting we're getting to the end. We're going to go into chapters 40 and 41 of Akachar. I can do this one. I feel like 41. I was kind of like. <sighs> Same. We'll, 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 we'll make it okay, through together. We can do both together. <laughs> <laughs> Chapter 41 was like a non-chapter. It really was. <laughs> Um, so we've got the second challenge. Definitely not as exciting as the first. No, it was like pretty dumb. This challenge. (laughs) It was basically like, I'm going to murder you unless you figure out what lever to choose. Yeah. They throw her in this pit and at the bottom is her and Lucian is chained up. There's three levers and there's a riddle or something. Um, she can't read. And the ceiling's coming down, and there's, like, hot spikes that are going to crush them to death. And to stop it, you have to pull lever one, lever two, or lever three, whichever is the answer to the riddle. All we hear the riddle, since she can't read, is grasshoppers bouncing. So we have no idea what the answer was. <laughs> it, was um, it was just so, like, it was sad because... she couldn't read the words (laughs) i know it was mean and did does amarantha know that she can't read i don't know if she knows amarantha Amarantha. i mean rice hand could know but i don't think he'd tell you know what i think rice hand actually maybe planted this purposely because he knew that it would be easy to tell her the right answer so it would make it an easy task 
Yeah, that was my theory actually while I was listening to it because he helps her with it because they have the bond and uh, every time she goes to reach for the wrong lever, he makes it painful. And then when she reaches for the right one, she's like, oh, no pain here. I'm like, pull it, you dumb. <laughs> like, she just sits on it for a while. Like, let me test this one again. Let me test this one again. Pain, pain, pain. Well, she, looks, pain, pain. she looks at her hand in the first one. And, it and it's, and it's like na- the eye is narrowing at her. Yeah. And she's like, what? And then she looks up to resand, and he is like acting bored and aloof yeah he's keeping his straight face <laughs> mm-hmm. like, of course he is but, like we know it's him mm-hmm. <laughs> like she knows it's him um but yeah her reasoning behind what her like what she's gonna pull is so dumb she's like two's a good number me and tamlin are two and then one is a bad number that's like aramantha like she's a one person and then three is just too much so i'm gonna pull number two three is three sisters and i was not in a great place with the three sisters yeah and I think that, like, when she pulls three and Rysand is like, you have to pull three, it feels like we're foreshadowing a love triangle. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's coming. Well, wasn't it? It was It was number one that was the correct No, lever. it was three. No, it was number it was, one. No, it wasn't. It was three. Oh, first lever gave listened. her pain and third did not. Rysand yes. looked bored. Yes, it's three. Okay, so <laughs> she pulls number three, and hallelujah, she didn't kill either of them. Thank God. It was only one little dumb, dumb thing you had to do. Cool. So she's like, I'm going to cry. Like, I couldn't read it. I was about to kill us both. And then Rhysand, his voice comes into her mind, and he's Don't like, cry. Don't let her see her. You cry. Stand Don't up. Don't break. Don't <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, count to ten and stare her down the entire time. And then she's like, resands in my mind. <laughs> so is this is this the mating bond? It's the mating bond. It's the mating bond. Okay. So it wasn't yeah. it's not the, the tattoo. Then how how is he just utilizing it right now? He is it's getting stronger. Oh, because they're together more. Mm-hmm. And like in chapter 41, it was also the bond. I think that's allowing her to see what he's seeing. Like he's projecting the images of like the night and the music. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that. Yeah. He was giving her a gift. And I think, I think this is all part of his plan to like not have her be killed is to have the task not be physical, but be a riddle so that he can just cheat with her. <laughs> Um, yeah, so anyways, so she gets back to her cell and then like the tears like start to stream down Mm -hmm. and Rhysand comes into the, the cell Mm -hmm. and he's like, stop crying, stop crying. Well, no, he's like, oh, you're still weeping. (laughs) And then he comes and licks the tears off her face and he's like, oh, I thought that would get you to stop. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, he comes closer and she's like, and then he like licks one tear off and then she's like, oh, and then the next one and then the next one. And she's like, oh, and then she's like, and he's like, yeah, she's like, ew. And he's like, really? Ew. I sense some other emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was like, I can't imagine someone licking tears off my face, though. I'd be like, get the fuck away from my eye with your disgusting mouth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
mouth bacteria does not belong in my eyeball. That is like asking for an eyeball infection. Eesh. Okay, number chapter 41. Was there, let me just see if we missed anything there. Um, yeah, no, I guess that was it, really. And Maranthus's favorite darling? Oh, yeah. So, Aaron Marantha, at, well, she's like Aaron favorite Marantha? darling when she's telling her to go into the challenge. She's like, favorite darling, you have to do this. And I was like, ew, why are you saying favorite darling? <laughs> Unless I like misheard that because it did not sound like rice land. I don't know. Okay. All right, 41. 41. <laughs> Um, Already one. This one was just dumb. So, anyways, yeah. Resands. Wait, yeah. So, I think you have more info, info on this. Resand giving Pharaoh the it? night off. So he says, like, you don't have to come tonight. The night that she's crying, he he, but she has to be on her look her best the next night to come be his escort again. Okay, and, and then his mates. So his mates come to get her and. They um, are bringing her to, like, do the paint, I guess, and they have to hide because they hear the adder. It's They hide behind a ta- trap, a tapestry, and the adder is talking with a grumbly voice that we don't know who sounds like he works for Highburn, and kind of being like, Highburn's pissed off. Aramantha is doing all this stuff on her own. Like, he doesn't necessarily approve of what's going on with this girl, and it sounds like Aramarantha's p- plan already is to turn her into a fae because they're saying like, oh, will all of the High Lords give their gift? Oh. And yeah. And th- he's like, the Adder's like, yeah, she's going to make them give it. They'll give it. So that can only about be about turning into a fae. So I guess it's part of her evil plan to do something to like torture Tamlin by turning her into a fae. I don't know. That's interesting. I know. I can just picture it right in listening and being like, that's interesting. <laughs> you know what? Oh my God. Rice and is like a combination of Jack Sparrow and, and Finnick O'Dare to me. Except you can say both their names correctly. <laughs> well, they're both <laughs> different, easy. Jack Sparrow is a very easy name. Finnick? <laughs> Finnick is an easy name to say, too. Like, if you look at it, it looks like Finnick. So, anyway, in 41, like, we've got his the bond really showing for the first time exactly what it can do. And that's what I feel like it is, the bond projecting these images into Feyre's mind to keep her from feeling really, really depressed, Mm -hmm. giving her music because he can see that she loves dancing i think from his her many nights having her dance for him well like um, what so is the music that they're playing at the the party like I'm that or is it a different type party or maybe i was assuming it was the party or but like he's outside so i don't know maybe he went to the night court oh yeah maybe i don't know well, she I thinks it's it. from Tamlin, and she's like, it's his love. The Lol. music is beauty and goodness. Lol. <laughs> I missed that bit. Yeah, because it reminds her probably of, like, the fire night or whatever that other night where, like, yeah, they danced and he fiddled. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, the fiddling, <laughs> the master fiddler. <laughs> um, but that's about it for chapter forty-one, right? Yeah, she just has two more days until the trial. Mm-hmm. We're at the fucking finale. Mm-hmm. We made it. We were here. It's very exciting. Um, this is like the part of the book I've been waiting for the whole book. <laughs> How do we get to her turning into a fae? <laughs> we are in the final dregs of A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass, chapters 42 and 43. Okay, so this so chapter 42 is a, is the last night before Feyre has her last trial. And she's in the throne room or whatever where they're dancing and she's just like waiting. She's like, "Okay, well, Reese has someone on his lap. I really want to drink so that I don't I can't remember anything." And then all of a sudden there's this crisp warm presence Smell. next to her she smells Tamlin. Yeah. <laughs> she's like could it be could it, could be? it be i'm gonna see it as like a musical he just like brushes her fingers and walks away yeah and then like he like he like looks back and beckoning her to follow like, she's like yeah this is the thing with his head where it's like come on follow Yes. Follow me to the it's very Bella telling Edward to follow her to the meadow. Oh. <laughs> so isn't it Edward? Oh yeah, she like walks by and she's like, "I'm gonna tell you what you are." So they go into a room and they just start like brutally making, making out. out after they haven't spoken this entire time. No dialogue, just like. Nothing groping each other immediately mm-hmm. like this dark room yeah she's like I, I i mean basically they were like about to have sex because she's he, like i want him i want him right now that's what she said yes and like he bit her neck and like <gasps> oh, was yeah. just grasping her everywhere also mind you she's got all that paint and then just that flimsy little dress yes on. the paint and she like hooks her leg around him and then rice hand opens the door and he's like what is going on no he says shameful look what you've done to my pet (laughs) (laughs) yeah but like in his head right hand's like i've worked so fucking hard to organize this shit so that we can get out of here and these two bozos are about to blow (laughs) it right before the finish line by like getting in trouble with aramantha and then she's not gonna be able to do the last task because they're gonna be murdered (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah basically and like Tamlin just is a good doesn't boy. Think about anything. No, he doesn't. And he like buckles his belt, or or he recently goes, "Be a clever high lord and buckle your belt before you go out there." And Thera's like, "Ah, he's listening to him. He does not do anything. <laughs> what the heck? We just made out. I haven't even talked to him for like three months." And then Maybe he leaves. Spoken in your one moment alone. <laughs> Yeah, basically, this is a chapter where, like, kind of resand his walls are coming down, and you're seeing that he's actually doing that. We all know he's doing this for a good. He's trying reason. to do the right thing. Yeah, he's trying to do it. And like, the paint vanishes from from Tamlin's hands, and then Tamlin says, "Like, he loves." Uh, he, he he whispers, "I love you" to to Feyre. Not like, he, why didn't he do that in the beginning? I picture it like, "I love you," <laughs> and then like stalks away with his head down. <laughs> Yes, and so of course, Feyre is mad and admonishes, or she gets admonished by Reese, and then he, she's like pig, and then he pins her arms to the wall, 
and tells her that she's so stupid and his wings start to rise and he's she's asking him like why does he care so much and he gets so angry and he goes why do you think i care and so i'm like what was he gonna say was he gonna say like they're faded i don't know he knows that he cares. I mean, like, he knows that there's something going on between them, but she does not know. <laughs> yes. But he also really cares because literally the fate of their whole kingdom rests in her on dumb her. hands. <laughs> We're just groping Tamlin. And, like, a second, any second, he's like, Aramantha's going to walk in here. And, and of course she does. Guys. And she does, like, 10 seconds later with Tamlin. Yeah, and like everyone else is behind her, and this is like the first time that Reese and Favorite kiss because he has to cover up the fact that she was stupid, and she's got yeah. all those smudges all over her body. And uh, so he kisses her, and she's like, "Stop it!" But he's like, "You have to let me do this." <laughs> um, and then when. Aramantha comes in. She's like, I knew this would happen. <laughs> and uh, he sends yeah. favor to her cell like right away. She, so he's like, I tire of you. <laughs> Go to your cell. And then he appears in the cell and she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, she wants to quiet. Just shut up. <laughs> he calls Aramantha a bitch and that he's that she's running him rancid as he serves her. And so so I can imagine only like right after that kiss that Amar- the Amarantha saw that she was like, well, I'm going to put you in your place. Like you, you know, yeah, this is where you belong is in my bedroom as my whore. Yeah. And he's just like, everything's kind of like it's reached a tipping point for him. He's like tired of putting on a facade. Mm-hmm. He's tired of having to like pretend all the time. And the only person he can talk to about it is Feyre. Because everyone else, like, he can't trust them. And he needs to, again, like, put on this, like, I'm an evil bastard sort of persona. Yeah. So he gets kind of candid with her. Yeah. Um, and kind of he shares some truths about what will happen if she breaks the curse the next day. And that that's what he's hoping for. That if he if she breaks the curse and she finishes this trial that she's, he's hoping that Tamlin is just so angry that he's just going to slaughter Amarantha and pull her apart because his powers will be. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then she's like, well, what, well, well, what happens if he turns to you? Well, he's like, well, the only thing that is keeping me safe is the fact that I'm not using you as if Amarantha is using me. I'm, you know, keeping you safe. Like, why do you think I only, you know, I put your waist. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, I would have loved to enjoy you, but I need to (laughs) prove to Tamlin that I am doing this for the right reasons. Yes. And we also found out that Reese Sand's dad killed Tamlin's dad and brothers. And that the only reason why Amarantha is using him as a whore or whatever um, is to make Reese suffer the consequences of his father. Like because she was friends with oh, Tamlin's she was dad. With them. Yeah, but they were dickheads. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing I have here is that Feyre realizes Reese is keeping her alive oh, and yeah. gets him to admit he did have to bar that he didn't have to bargain with her. Yeah, so she she starts to realize that like 
despite you know whatever fucked up things he was doing was all for the right reasons like he's just trying to get them out of here in his own weird way he's doing the right thing and trying to save her and get keep tamlin on his side Mm. because when they get their powers back they're all gonna need to work together to get out of here yes okay so that brings us to chapter 43 the third task and so the third task aramantha brings fair out and she's like fair dear you have to murder these three fae and they all have hoods over their heads and she has to murder them all in cold blood there's an ashen stake in front of all of them for her to use to stake them through the heart and everyone's watching and of course she is completely torn because she has to be a murderer but like the weight of perinthian is on her shoulders like if she doesn't do this she doesn't free everybody so she has to fulfill it because Mm -hmm. she still doesn't know the fucking answer to the riddle Mm -hmm. we haven't even heard about the riddle again like she hasn't even thought about it Mm -mm. so um she kills the first one. It's they take the hood off before she actually murders him, and it's like a young fay teen, he's and he's like, like "Don't begging do it, for his no, life. please!" And she kills him. And then the next one is a fay woman, and she's like, "Just free me, send me to heaven, or whatever, something like that, uh, release me." And she kills that person, and then like. So next to Aramantha is Tamlin, as usual, but then they take off the hood of the third person, and it's Tamlin. Mm-hmm. And she looks over at the other Tamlin, and he, it's just a mirage, and it's actually the adder that's been sitting next to Aramantha. Mm-hmm. And Aramantha's like, ha, 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 to break the curse, you have to, like, you didn't have any problems killing the other fae who was, like, a random and she needed to kill him to live <laughs> like she thought it was an animal yeah anyway um so now it's come full circle and she has to kill the fae that she fell in love with after like so she hated fae then she realized that fae are just like people and they fell in love and now she has to murder the fae that she fell in love with and what it's conundrum. either it's a whole conundrum, and she's like, I'm being so poetic. Like, that's what Aramantha thinking. And she's, like, making sure that Jurian, the human that killed her sister, is watching by, like, holding up her hand so he could see. <laughs> um, and in this moment, she, like, thinks about how there's part of the curse that they couldn't tell her. And she's trying to figure out what it is. And she realizes that Listen. all those times listen all those times she was eavesdropping they wanted her to eavesdrop that was their Mm. way of getting around the curse so they weren't like super dumb and didn't hear her like (laughs) they wanted her to hear these things and all these times they make references of like for someone with a heart of stone you have this about tamlin and it turns out she's realizing that like he must actually have a literal heart of stone and that's how she controls their magic like their hearts are stone so their like whole magic isn't there and he can't be killed because his heart is stone and so he realizes that she realizes this and he like smiles at her almost like a faint smile mm-hmm. like oh she knows she figured it out and she stabs him and that is the end of the chapter and this is legitimately the first time that i was like oh man <laughs> i know we need to start the next <laughs> chapter <laughs> me too 
So she does say I love you and then stabs him. Did you oh, say that? Oh, yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also Reese's p- face goes pale when he realizes that it's Tamlin under the hood, obviously. because Yeah. But then d- my thought is that the way that they are keeping the High Lord's power is through this their stone hearts. Now, now does everyone have a, a heart of stone? And why would Rhysand's face go pale? Or is it just Tamlin think, whose heart is of stone? I think for a minute, um, I think they all have it, if that's the way that they're Cause they can't, cause controlling it, the magic. Rhys said that earlier that they can't access, or Amarantha can't access the power. And I the think magic. it's because... Yeah, it's trapped inside. Yeah. 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 So what I took from, like, Rhysand's... Um, face going pale was that he was like i don't know if she's gonna do it because Mm. she felt so like uh, just thrown back she stumbled back when she saw his face and he was like oh fuck i we're not gonna she's not gonna do it because it took her a couple minutes of thinking and like realizing that she can do it he's not gonna die Mm -hmm. and i I, by that point she's not looking over at him anymore she's like looking at tamlin and being like oh i know so I'm thinking, like, for a moment, he was like, fuck, everything's going to go to shit because she's not going to be able to kill Tamlin and blah, blah, blah. Um, so that's how we end. <laughs> we have three more chapters left. Um, so we're going to finish the book next finish episode. It. Yeah. <laughs> next episode, we're finally finished a chapter. So it'll be episode 30. Look at that. Wow. 30 episodes it took. <laughs> 30 episode reread. <laughs> Let's talk about the very end of Akatar in Chapter Chat. So we left off with the first big cliffhanger and Feyrat has stabbed Tamlin in the heart. But his heart, we learn, is made of stone. It's part of the magic that is concealing his magic. And so her ma- her dagger hits something hard and she pulls out the tip of it has she pulls out the knife and the tip of it has been nicked and turned inward on itself. It freaked me out. Just like imagining his heart actually being literal stone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Aramantha is like, it doesn't count. I said you'd be free, but I didn't say when anyone would be free. And she starts torturing Feyre and screaming like, you don't deserve Tamlin. Admit that you don't really love him. And she's like, I wouldn't say that even if she splattered me across the ground and rice sand is in the background like yelling Farah in this roaring like, roaring ferret in this tortured like upset way like he cares and he ends up attacking aramantha and knowing he's not gonna win but just so that she'll stop torturing Farah for a second honestly mm-hmm. and so he he does succeed in giving her like a moment of relief, but then she tosses him into the wall. And mm-hmm. during this time, she's in so much pain and she figures out the riddle and she's like, it's love. It's the moment I was talking about, the Ted Lasso moment. She's like, love <laughs> is the, the answer to the riddle is love. And then in that moment, the spell breaks because she remembers that that was like an instantaneous break if she got the riddle and so then tamlin instantly gets his magic back and before tamlin can attack him aramantha kills pharah 
But the bond is already so strong between Rysand and her that she's able to watch the rest of the scene mm -hmm. through Rysand's eyes. She doesn't realize at first that it is him, but it is. And she's looking at herself on the floor with her neck turned Ugh. at like an unnatural angle. And Lucian's next to her crying and Tamlin is livid. <laughs> Yeah, Do Lucian, you take, Lucian here? take his mask is off at this point. Yeah, yeah. So we see his yeah. face for the first time through Rhysand's yes. eyes. And um, I, apparently Tamlin's mask is not off yet. Um, so he turns into like his roaring beast mode, beast mode <laughs> and blast Amarantha like with his golden light and goes in for the kill. Like Lucian throws Does this sword and he yeah. stabs it through her head and then bites her neck and pulls out her throat it's disgusting like just imagining she's already dead and then he like rips out his throat her throat with his teeth yeah uh yep. katie says tamlin was angry in a you broke my stuff way but Rhysand was devastated in a my mate is gone way and that tells you and all that you tells you all you need to know <laughs> yeah. yeah i also because I, I read this once and I, I listened to it again um, i was like what happened to the adder so there was several fairies as like tamlin was going in for the kill several fairies and high fae tackle the adder and the guard so that tamlin can kill amarantha so I don't know if they're dead now, but yeah, I don't know. But after she dies, the first high fae to come do a drip drop of power is Lucian's daddy, which was surprising to me. Drip drop of power. Drip, drip yeah. drop little. <laughs> and then flowers. <laughs> he's like, for all that she did for us or whatever. And then the last to come is Rysand, and he says to Tamlin, like, this makes us even, right? Like, of course he's going to do it, but he's trying to make this, like, we're even now. Drip drop. And then she comes back to life. It is a little, it's a bit emotional because he's just, like, after he kills her, he comes back and is, like, holding her body and, like, sobbing over her. Tamlin? Yeah. Yeah, I had that really just went over my head. I guess I was waiting for the trip drops. <laughs> the nuggets of light, the glittering kernels. Yes. And then she comes back like she's swimming up from the dark depths of water. It's back to her body almost. Mm -hmm. And she's high fae. You, it, she's high fae. She's like, wow, I'm so much faster and stronger. I was like, you haven't even moved yet. <laughs> She's like, wow, the chandelier is so clear up on the ceiling. She looks at her hands and she's like glowy. She's like, they're longer than they used to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she like looks around. The first thing she like basically thinks about is the two high fae that she killed. Mm -hmm. She immediately feels like shit that she killed two people. Mm -hmm. And um, it's the first time that uh, she sees Tamlin tamlin's face unmasked yes she's like it's better than i even imagined or it's just that as i imagined i can't remember their moments together it feels so melodramatic romance to me yeah it's like uh her her eyes her eyes were dull and tamlin notices and takes her to the bedroom or to a bedroom somewhere a bedroom yeah 
And she's like, how can I ever repay you? But she's thinking, like, how can anyone ever want me? I murdered people, basically. Right? Like, how yeah. I'm a terrible person. And, well, then she's like, this is what I murdered those fairies for. It's for Tamlin. And I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> for this? And he's, like, kissing her all around. She's like, one kiss for makeup for each moment that we lost together. <laughs> Does he bite her again? I don't think so. This is more of like a tender moment okay. between them. And then she wakes up after they, I think they slept together. And in the, in, she thinks it's night. She gets like a tug in her stomach and it pulls her out to this balcony where Rysand is waiting to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And um, she hasn't seen the during, sunlight though in three months. She, yes. Yes, and she asks him, like, why did you fight uh, Aramantha in those moments? And he says that he didn't want her to be fighting alone, and he didn't want her to die alone. And she, like, thinks to herself, it's just like what she said about that fairy. She didn't want to die alone in the foyer of Tamlin's mansion back when that fairy was brought in bleeding. Mm -hmm. And kind of like hits a soft spot in her and then Bryson asks like what's it like to be a high fae and she's like well my body is high fae but my heart is still human and Mm -hmm. I feel so terrible about those murders and blah 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 and he kind of like they have this deep moment and he really quickly rolls his neck and is like well I guess I'll see you soon And he's about to winnow out. Or she learns that he really likes to fly, too. Yeah. And, and, and he's like, he, he's like, why? Oh, she asked, why didn't why didn't you let people know? Like, why didn't I know that you loved your wings so much? She's like, well, if I let people know I love things, then they get taken away. Yeah. And that's exactly what he's doing with her, almost. Like, if he lets anyone know that he likes something, it'll be ruined. But it is very J. Swayland of him. I mean, I love a J. Swayland. Um, <laughs> but in that moment, as he's about to winnow away, he feels the blonde, the bond, like the mating bond, really solidify. Like there's no denying it, and he looks at her all shocked, shocked, like and, yeah. And she notices, obviously. She's like, "What? What is it?" And then he disappears. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so <laughs> uh, Feyre and Tamlin walk out the way she came into the mountain. They destroy under the mountain, the court under the mountain, and destroy the entrance. Um, and then they walk through, I think, that tunnel or pathway back to the spring court. And she's like, we're home. Um, yeah, she said, let's go home. And that's like the last line of the book. <laughs> Uh, also, Durian's eye and bone are missing. Oh, yes. And we, yes, uh, because they come back into play in Akamath. And Alice and her boys, we just see them, like, playing outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we get a little cameo that they're safe. And that's the end. Abby says, I need a side book of him returning to his inner circle and telling them that he met his mate. Does he tell them? I guess he must. They they share they everything, know. right? Yeah. 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 I just also, don't like remember his, his point of view when he goes to save her pretty much in Akamath. 
He does talk about an Akamath, yeah. 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 Arma doesn't find out till he shows up with her. I can't remember that oh, that scene where she first meets everybody. I remember more being, like, really nice to her. I think that's all I remember. Mm-hmm. And then wearing, like, outfits with pants. And she's like, yeah, I love pants. <laughs> I was like, I love pants, too. <laughs> but that is Akatar. We fucking did it. We did it. All right, y'all. So that wraps up our Accord of Thorns and Roses buddy read chapter chat. Yeah, and, read along. Uh, yeah, read along. There's the word. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And next we're reading A Court of Mist and Fury, the next book in the series. Very exciting. We'll start releasing those next Thursday. So if you haven't read it yet, it's time. It's time. I think it's time. It's time. It's time. The first chunk is just chapters one through four. So that's so doable. And we have a ball discussing (laughs) the the start of Akamath. So thank you all for joining us. I'm Christine. I'm Natasha. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.